0: Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of Beside the Rabbit Hole. In the main episode that this is supplementary material for, I was talking through my method of the technological reenactment, which I am proposing as this approach to studying histories of online spaces and of uh, historical technologies, and as I was describing the technological reenactment in the context of video podcasts and their promises and failures, I found myself honestly going a little bit too far down the rabbit hole, describing things in way more detail than they needed to be, Um, so I decided to split this off. Um, into a uh, supplementary bonus episode so if you are interested in seeing more of my full process of finding old video podcast episodes and getting them onto my ipod this episode is available if you're only interested in just the basic gist of everything i'm um, sticking with just the main episode that's uh, episode three of season one i'm um, just sticking with that main episode is probably sufficient for you Um, If you are just watching this video for the first time, just as a reminder, the core characteristics or the main three steps I see of the technological reenactment. Step one is to identify the core characteristics of the technology in question. Step two is to figure out what you do have access to, what parts of that technology or software you can access and what you're gonna have to substitute with modern equivalents. And then finally, step three is to consider what differences if any, um, those modern substitutions may have had on the overall experience. So that's the process as a whole. Um, The rest of this bonus episode is going to be me talking through how I applied that specifically to my analysis of video podcasts. So what does a technological reenactment look like for watching mid-2000s video podcasts here in 2021? First, I had to come up with the core characteristics of the video podcast experience. What was it like to watch podcasts on mid-2000s technology? The mobile device, in this case the iPod I'm using, was not internet-connected and had a fairly small display. Even if I were to use the larger version of the iPod, so not the nano, it's still comparatively smaller than the screens we have on modern smartphones. The lack of internet connectivity meant that videos had to first be downloaded to the computer and then synchronized over, typically using iTunes. Oh, and the device also doesn't have Bluetooth, so no fancy wireless headphones. It's just a tangled mess of wires and three and a half millimeter jacks for me. Okay, so those are some of the main characteristics. The next step is to figure out what parts I have access to and what parts I need to fill in with modern technology. Like I mentioned, I was able to get an old iPod fairly cheaply off of eBay, so I'm gonna just use that. but iTunes doesn't exist anymore, so I'm going to have to use the now split up app, so podcasts, TV, and music, they're all now separate applications on Mac OS, um, but they actually still work for synchronizing old iPods, which I was pleasantly surprised to find out. Um, unfortunately, the iTunes option of automatically converting videos into an iPod compatible format doesn't exist anymore, um, so I'm having to use an external application to convert the video formats. Step three is to list those modern substitutions and consider how they affect the overall experience. In my case, I think that using a different app for the conversion process and a slightly different interface for actually synchronizing the iPod doesn't really make too much of a difference. You know, I'm still having to download the videos on the computer, get them prepped on the computer, then synchronize them over to watch on the small device. Like that's still pretty close to the experience. It's close enough. Since my goal is just to understand how the experience of watching video podcasts was different than listening to audio ones, these seem to be an acceptable amount of differences in my technological reenactment. Okay, so let's get into what that actual process looks like. So in terms of actually finding some old podcasts from the mid to late 2000s, um, I knew going into this that it would be a little bit of a challenge, uh, especially since I'm relying on Some of these old podcasts do have been preserved in the first place. Um, Luckily, there is this incredible project called Podcaster, um, put together by Jeremy Morris, which is this searchable archive of the history of podcasting, essentially. Um... And I had a pretty imprecise way of going about this, like I didn't necessarily have any podcasts in mind. Um, But what I did end up doing was just did a search for video, and then I limited myself to be um, basically between 2001 and 2010. Um, So I just did this really imprecise search for video in parentheses, um, with the assumption being that some podcasts at the time, um, what they would do is they would have the name of it and then put the uh, in parentheses video. Um, um, So I just did a search for video, limited myself here. Um, and this actually works out, you know, surprisingly well, and so then what I did is I just kind of picked a couple of these to, um, you know, get some variety, so, okay, this podcast, though, that I found actually seems to be pretty promising, it's the Superbook Video Podcast from the Christian Broadcasting Network, so I don't know, let's, oh, no, that's also way too new, um, so it looks like there's this big gap between 2006 and 2013, um, So, I'm gonna let's just try their first one Um, from April 2006. We go there. um, You see, we got the information that um, podcasters archived. And if I click play, the year was 1981. Like it tries to play something. Um, We only hear the audio though. Again, that has to do with how this is set up. So, I have to go into the inspect element page uh, part of Chrome right here, find uh, the media element here. Um, and this here has a, the specific link to where that um, mp4 file is and now when I go to that URL I have the actual video file from 2006 Interest rates were big. Cell phones were big. Okay, that's great. Um, so we know the video plays so then I'll just uh, command s to save that um, make sure we keep the dot mp4 on there and um, Now I've got the video file Um, to try and copy over to the iPod itself. All right, so I have uh, taken some time just going through Podcaster, seeing um, what MP4, or I guess really any video file, most of them were MP4s, but there's a couple in other formats. Um, Basically, um, I was going through that process that I just showed, doing this general search for video, i um, seeing what I could find. Um, again, some of them just aren't available anymore, which is unfortunate, um, but at least for my purposes, um, not too big of a deal since really my goal was just to get a handful of podcasts um, in, a, in a bit of a collection to work with. And um, what I ended up doing is I downloaded six different videos. Um, these range anywhere from 2005 up to 2009. Um, and then I also went onto YouTube and got a couple more uh, contemporary uh, podcasts. So one from the 538 Politics Podcast and one from Deep Look, which is a podcast about Ultimate. Um, just so that we have a little bit of uh, now and then comparison at least of the formats themselves, and then I'll try them both with the old technology and with newer technology with the technological reenactment. With these uh, contemporary ones, so 538 and Deep Look, I've already converted these and found the correct settings that work well in order for it to display and for the iPod to accept it and want to transfer it over. Um, So now that I've gotten that figured out, I'll just quickly show um, the process for it. Like I mentioned, this used to be a lot easier. iTunes just had a very simple convert video for iPod option. You'd click on the video, do that, boom, life is good. That option doesn't exist anymore, not a big deal though. I'm just using a free software called Handbrake, which is used to convert videos. You can also use it to rip videos off of um, DVDs. Don't break copyright though, definitely don't pirate movies, um, anything like that. Anyways, um, so what I do is I'll just um, copy, um, open the file in um, handbrake and I've put together a preset um, video for the iPod Nano um, 3G a couple of things going on it gets um, Scaled down to 480 by 360. So, you know, we're in this age of 4k 5k 8k monitors um, All of that gets tossed out the window. We do not need that anymore um, uh, 480 pixels is plenty um, other things that we have to do is we need to make sure that we're using an MPEG-4 encoder um, set our frame rate to be 30 frames per second. And then this is really important, the bit rate needs to be about 1000 kilobits per second. So this is just like how much data is packed into the container and the video codec and you cannot have a whole lot of it. There needs to be not a lot of data. We are essentially taking a file and destroying um, a lot of the quality that it had. And now if I open up my queue, I've got my six videos um, pending right here. I can view all the details of um, them. If I really wanted to, I could verify the details here. But since I have my preset set, it should be easy enough. I just click Start, and it starts um, working through each video, converting it um, in the correct format. Um, This preset that I've set up for Handbrake, I'm going to make it available um, on the episode website, so if you click in the um, episode description, there'll be a link to it, and also depending on your podcast app, um, there should be a link to the website as well. So if you do want to use Handbrake to convert videos into the iPod format, um, I'll make that available since this is the format I found that worked. Okay, so now that the uh, videos have finished converting with Handbrake, I can go ahead and get those ready to actually be copied over onto the iPod. The thing that's kind of weird is that even though iTunes doesn't exist anymore, um, like the modern Mac operating system can still talk to an iPod, um, and it still kind of uses the media libraries, but the media libraries have kind of been split up, but also kind of not. So in order to get the videos in a place where um, like the iPod can see them to synchronize them, we actually have to use the, um, the Apple TV app. Um, But for now, I'm gonna take these six files that I have converted with Handbrake and I'm just gonna drag them here, um, so that way those get imported. Um, Plug in the iPod itself using the 30-pin dock connector. Um, So I'll do that and wait for it to show up. Um, And this was the thing that really surprised me. When I first plug it in, like it'll actually show up first as a removable drive, and then once the system kind of recognizes what it is, it shows up here just as any other um, device. So I've got you know the computer itself, box, that's my phone that's plugged in right now. Um, but then it shows up as an iPod. Um, so I'll go into the Videos tab. Um, again, I tried getting it to sync with this playlist. It was like very much so a hit or a miss. Um, so what I've been doing instead is just going here in the list of all movies. So anything in this list, it shows up because it was on um, in the library over here and then I'll just um, check all the ones that I want to have synchronized over, and I'm not sure why I'm getting multiple of these showing up. So I check everything, hit apply, and let it start syncing. All right, Ben from the future here again. Um, Hopefully my discussion of the technological reenactment and the demonstration of it in the context of finding and viewing video podcasts makes sense, and I'm especially hopeful that this will be useful for other people to continue studying aspects of the web and of technology, not just podcasts, Um, but hopefully this approach can be helpful to make sense of what the actual experiences of older forms of media were really like. If you're interested in any more of the specifics including that handbrake preset that i had mentioned um all of that and some more information will be available on my website benpettis.com all right thanks for watching so i decided to split this off into a separate bonus episode to talk through the description there and my dog is here to join us hello cleo